With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Final hour on this Wednesday. Dan and the Dan, that's Dan Patrick Show. Glad to have you on board. The breaking news, the Big Ten, all schools will try to play this fall. And they're looking at pushing it back now to September 23rd and 24th, or October 23rd and 24th. They were initially looking at October 10th. Then they waited, couldn't come to a consensus. Then it was going to be pushed back to the 17th. Now it'll be the 23rd, 24th. So they'll have a Friday night. I don't know how many games. And they'll have Saturday games as well. Looks like there's going to be eight or nine games played. There'll be a Big Ten championship game. And then hopefully one of the teams will qualify for the Final Four. That's all the information that we have right now. But the news is not that the Big Ten's coming back. The news is... All of the schools are coming back. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Say good morning to Peacock. You can watch for free. Download the app. And also our radio affiliates around the country, numbering 362. McLovin, what kind of poll question are we going to go with final hour? Okay, we have a bit of a controversial one, but we figure it's final hour. Why not? Pauly suggested... Uh, <laughs> I'm putting this off a Oh, I know. I, do. I noticed that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when this is all said and done, who uh, is, made the right call, the Pac-12 or the Big Ten? Oh, boy. I know. It's hard to answer. It's hard to answer now. Well, you can't answer today. I mean, I know that we can speculate, but I, I have no idea. And, and it could be the right choice for both of those conferences. Because at the time, there's so many things going on with the Pac-12 in those cities, in those states that, you know, trying to bring football back would really be problematic. And with the Big Ten, if you have football, high school football in Michigan, high school football in Ohio, it's hard for me to fathom that you can't have college football, certainly at Ohio State and Michigan. With their revenue, the amount of money, with testing, rapid testing, and I just thought that they, it it didn't feel like they went as far as they needed to go to see if they could play football from the beginning, from the outset, when we had that announcement that Monday morning that the Big Ten and Pac-12 were not going to play football this year, I think that they closed up shop quickly. And then all of a sudden we saw that the ACC, SEC, and Big 12 were playing, and then we wondered, what information are they processing? What information do they have that the Big Ten and or Pac-12 is not using? And now, from what I'm told, the rapid testing was a big, big step. Because this has all happened behind the scenes. You haven't heard much from anybody in the Big Ten. Coaches, uh, chancellors, presidents, athletic directors, some of the players have been vocal, but we haven't heard a lot of things that are going on behind the scenes. And from what I was told, they were voting yesterday afternoon, and it turned out to be in the evening. And I don't know what that vote was like. I don't know if it was, we're not going to take a vote unless everybody is going to vote yes. 
Now, I don't know if that's true. I'm still trying to find that out. But if I'm the commissioner of the Big Ten, I got to have everybody playing. Because the look, the optics, as we like to say, is not going to look good if we have some who do want to play and some that don't. And I think that there were certainly some concerns, valid concerns, that Michigan was not going to be able to play, uh, Northwestern and Illinois not going to be able to play, that Maryland wasn't going to be able to play, Rutgers wasn't going to be able to play. But I can't wait to find out exactly what happened behind the scenes there because that will eventually come out. Uh, Nate in Virginia joins us. Hey, Nate. Reggie Miller will join us in about 15 minutes. Hey, Nate. Hey, what's going on, Dan? Hey, bud. Uh, yeah, I mean, I definitely agree with you that uh, we'll definitely wait to see what happens and what comes out with uh, the Big Ten. But um, I think basically a lot of what comes down to it is I think a lot of these, and maybe, you know, you can uh, can I get into this too, but, uh, you know, I feel like a lot of these conferences were going to be, you know, potentially sued if they didn't put live content on TV because, you know, ACC network packed, you know, all these networks. Um, so that might've been a little bit of pressure, but, um, and also the students, Nebraska students and the parents suing, um, you know, I feel like they, you know, kind of got choked out and they kind of, you know, finally tapped out and submitted and that's why you got football. Yeah. But also, and thanks for the phone call, Nate, you have to understand these presidents, chancellors, they were worried about liability. That was the word that was stressed from the beginning with the Big Ten and Pac-12, liability. And there are still presidents, at least two from what I'm told, who brought up liability recently in the last 72 hours. They're concerned about liability here. Everybody wants football back, but at what cost? And this is about money. There's a lot of money to be made. There's a lot of money that would have been lost. And if you have your schools playing, the revenue, you're going to have bowl games, Maybe Ohio State qualifies for the national title or the final four. That's a lot of revenue. Uh, the Pac-12 is not going to recoup that. And they seem resigned to the fact that they're not going to recoup that. Spring football is not going to work. They may try in January, as their commissioner told us last week, but I have my doubts about that. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, it feels like the Pac-12 is really in no man's land. It doesn't appear to be enough time for them to scramble and do what the Big Ten is. If they play in late November, as some rumors have had, then they're out. They're playing exhibition games while everyone else is playing real games. In spring, it'll highlight the fact that they didn't play in fall. Plus, they're, they're on an island now because they're becoming irrelevant. And that's the last thing you want when it comes to college sports. you got to be relevant, and they're not going to be relevant. Um, we're going to look at the Pac-12 differently. Fair or not, we're going to look at them differently. And maybe it's short-term here, but you can bet that these other conferences will use this to their advantage that they're playing football and the Pac-12 doesn't take football seriously. I already had a source who told me that, that on the recruiting trail, that will be used against the Pac-12. So, uh, rockauto.com, all the parts your car, truck, wherever need. And it's a family business founded by automotive engineers in 1999. Two goals in mind. First, giving you direct access to all the parts information hidden in the computers and catalogs behind the parts store counter. And second, making those parts affordable by offering reliably low prices. And they're there anytime you want them. You choose the part brands, prices, features you want 24-7. Go to rockauto.com. You've probably been told dealer only or no longer available. Check rockauto.com before you believe that. The parts delivered right to your home or office. You don't waste time and money hunting for parts, phoning, driving, waiting in lines. Go to rockauto.com today. Make sure you tell them we sent you all the parts your car, truck, wherever need at rockauto.com. Reggie Miller will join us coming up. And my first order of business with Reggie is, does Paul George actually believe it's not a championship or bust year for the Clippers? Here's Paul George after last night's loss. It's obvious pressure, you know, to, to live up to the title expectations. But as a player, I mean, you, you want that. Like, you, you, you want that. Um, again, it's the first time I've, I've been in that situation where we're expected to win. But, you know, it, it is what it is. Um, it's, it's, it's no cop-out. Um, fact of the matter is we didn't live up to that expectation. Uh, but I think internally we, we, we've always felt um, – this is not a championship or bust year for us. You know what? Don't say it. You, you maybe internally, you may think that, but don't say that publicly because this was at least Western conference finals or bust given all of the draft picks they give up to get uh, Paul George to come there. Everything that they did to make this happen now, 
And you got one more year with those two guys under contract before they can become free agents. But you gave up your draft picks. You don't have any draft picks. Yeah, see. He was like two seconds away from saying, I mean, it's just a game. No. Yeah. Like that, if that clip goes a little longer, yeah, I, mean, I, mean, it's, I mean, it's just a game. It's yeah, not, yeah. Oh, dang. Ooh, I know. Uh, so Reggie will join us. We'll talk about that uh, coming up. Also, there was, uh, I don't know if it was a report, but Mike Francesa, the former radio host in New York City, longtime radio host, came out and said that he was hearing that the Browns may be considering trading Odell Beckham Jr., and then all of a sudden, that's all it takes in this business, by the way. It doesn't have to be sourced out. It could be just I'm here. I mean, I, I hear a lot of things. They're not from reliable, reliable sources. You know, I, I have a good friend, Greg, uh, who's a police officer. He tells me a lot of things about sports, but I'm not going to quote Greg. Folks, folks, okay. Okay. <laughs> so I don't know if the Brown, I mean, I brought this up to Mary Kay Cabot, who covers the Browns when we had her on, on Monday. And I, I said, you know, there's a disconnect here. There's something going on between Baker Mayfield and Odell Beckham. I, it's way too early to want to trade Odell Beckham. In my opinion, I'd like to have three more games. I just want to see, can you get, there's certain receivers that want the ball immediately starting a game. They got to get into the game, get into the flow. And then there are other receivers who just sort of bide their time. And Odell Beckham wants the ball. And this is all about, you know, ego. This is all about proving the Giants wrong, everybody wrong about Odell Beckham Jr. He's a wonderful talent, and he'll probably end his career as a guy that we say, boy, he had a lot of talent, but. And if Baker Mayfield went to him too often last year, which I pointed out on numerous occasions, you know, you should be a running team. And if you're a running team, do you need Odell Beckham in the first place? You got two really good running backs. And I don't need Odell Beckham. I, I, I like that luxury, but I don't want everything else that goes along with him. I don't want to have to keep him happy. But what are you going to get in return for Odell Beckham? You're going to get a first-round pick? Probably not. Second-round pick? Maybe. I don't know. Is he as valuable as DeAndre Hopkins? I don't think so. I'd rather have DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, McLovin. Uh, what about pa- Patriots? Why is it that any time a marquee guy could be traded, we go Patriots? Question mark. Because their receivers are so bad. I mean, but let's just say it. They haven't improved. Like, how many times have they had an opportunity? You know, who did they get? Mohamed Sanu. After that- all of that talk, when I said, go get Emmanuel Sanders. And they didn't do that. They went and got Mohamed Sanu. They gave up a second rounder for him. Yeah, how'd that work out? Well, maybe if they're willing to give up a second rounder now, they can get Odell. Why didn't they go after DeAndre Hopkins? Like, we talk about the Patriots as that's the great destination. Who ends up going there? Houston wouldn't give him Hopkins, even for the same offer. Bill O'Brien wouldn't give him to his uh, mentor? No, I think they got him out of the conference. Yes. If you're a receiver, too, do you want to go to a team that's just going to run the ball now? Yeah. I don't know. And that whole running is not sustainable with New England. But there, there are other teams I could see where the Houston Texans I could see as a possible landing spot for Odell Beckham. Like, if you're looking at the possibility, I don't even know if the story's true. Like, I, it's not, when I report something and I say a source told me that I'm reporting that, I don't go, you know, I'm hearing. If I'm hearing, then it's not, that's not sourced. That could be just, hey, here's some speculation that's going on whether it's true or not. But with Odell Beckham, I don't know if they're considering trading him. Like, that's all it took is one game against one of the best defenses in the NFL on the road and you get smoked. Now you want to trade him? Like, the time to trade him would have been in the offseason. But if, if you're going to trade him, what are you getting in return? Are you going to get pennies on the dollar? And that would be my big con- Is it addition by subtraction with the Cleveland Browns? How about we get through Thursday's game? All right. Let's just get through Thursday's game. See how he does against the Bengals. Now, if he doesn't do anything against the Bengals, okay. And how much of this is on Baker Mayfield, by the way? Is Odell open? He had 10 targets. He had three catches. Is he getting open? I don't know. But I would get him involved, and I would throw a little bubble screen, something that just gets him a, a jet sweep. I don't care what it is. I want him to get involved in the game because it feels like he can drift on you if you don't get him involved in the game. Yeah, Paul. 
Just to go back, uh, the Patriots in 07, guess what they traded to get Randy Moss with the Raiders? Not much. A fourth-round draft pick. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It didn't last long, but it was pretty good for a while. Yeah. Yes. But they, did they give up anything for Antonio Brown, or did he just get cut? I can't remember. I think he got cut. So I think they just picked him up, didn't they? And Josh Gordon? Yes, he... You know, there's, there's like this weird... I don't know if it's a double standard, though, but somehow Baker Mayfield's star-wide receiver is the problem with his offense. And, and we know what? You need to get rid of Odell Beckham Jr. in order to help Baker Mayfield. That seems like such crap. Well, somebody said this, and, and once again, I, I don't... I, I hate giving too much credence to it, the but... The wide receiver is just too talented. We've got to save Baker's career. Well, that's what somebody said to me yesterday. They said, hey, if you're going, you got to pick between Baker and Odell Beckham because Baker won't be able to develop if you have Odell Beckham there. Okay. I don't even know, I don't even know what to make of that. That I've got a guy who's got as much talent as anybody at that position in the NFL. But my quarterback who struggled last year would benefit from not having that wide receiver. And I know that Odell brings headlines. He brings clicks. And I'm probably playing into that, but it was just mentioned, and then all of a sudden exploded where we're looking at trade destiny. It was like when the Greek freak bows out, immediately there's five destinations of where he's going to play. Greek freak said yesterday or the day before, I'm planning on coming back and doing great things with the Milwaukee Bucks. Now, things can change, but I'm like, okay. All you need is just that little whisper, that little hint, and then here's five destinations. I'm waiting for five destinations on Baker Mayfield, where he'll uh, end up with. Next. All right. Uh, phone calls coming up. We'll get to more of those, but I uh, want to make way for Reggie Miller. Get his thoughts on what he saw. If you're the Lakers, are you happy that the Clippers are out? Were the Clippers the better team here? They just didn't perform as well? Or are we sleeping on the Nuggets here? We'll talk to Reggie about that coming up. It's uh, a little after 16 after the hour. This is the Dan Patrick Show. The FBI's cyber division is warning that students and families will be increasingly vulnerable to cyber attacks because of the current online learning use of teleconference applications. Since the start of the pandemic, there's been a 300% increase in cyber crime activity. Hackers are becoming more sophisticated, taking advantage of teleconference accounts through which they're pawning information like emails and passwords. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transaction at all businesses, but I trust LifeLock. It detects a wide range of identity threats like your social security number for sale on the dark web. If they detect your information is being used, they send you an alert. Don't just monitor your credit. LifeLock is different. No one can prevent all identity theft, monitor all transactions at all businesses, but find out if your information is on the dark web. You can get free information. Dark web scan at LifeLock.com slash scan. You pick the plan that's right for you, save up to 25% off your first year, promo code Patrick. Free scan at lifelock.com slash scan, up to 25% off with your promo code Patrick. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
We know that quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you and your partner whenever you want. Two beds in one, firmer or softer on each side, you decide. And it helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature as well, quiets their snoring, so you stay sleeping comfortably all night long. Sleep Number does everything. My Sleep Number setting is 75 Sleep Number smart beds learn how you sleep. They provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. You will never need another bed. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well, if you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. There are a lot of NBA players. Had some fun at the Clippers' expense on tw- uh, Twitter last night, including Damian Lillard and C.J. McCollum, a, uh, in particular picking on uh, Patrick Beverly. Reggie Miller, the Hall of Famer, will be on the call. Western Conference Finals between the Nuggets and the Lakers tips off Friday night at 9 Eastern on TNT. Reggie joining us from his crib. Uh, you got to throw away all your notes there for the Western Conference Finals. Wait a minute. Is it, it's not the Lakers and, and Clippers? Wait a minute. Did something happen? What happened last night? Uh, I think the Clippers are saying the same thing. What did happen last night? Look, uh, before we get into the Clippers bashing, which it's been plentiful because of their performance in this series, really in the restart, Let's give a lot of credit to Michael Malone and the Denver Nuggets. They were the better team. They didn't have, now people are gonna be like, what are you talking about the better team? No, the Clippers had the better assortment of talent. You had a two-time finals MVP in Kawhi Leonard, uh, Lou Williams, a three-time six-man year winner. Uh, Montrez Harold won it this year. And let's not forget last year, Paul George finished Third, people, third in MVP voting. So they had the better collection of individual talent. The better team was Michael Malone and the Denver Nuggets, and Jokic was the best player in this series over those four guys I just mentioned for the Clippers. So let's give them a lot of love. Now let's get to the Clippers (laughs) because – I'm more upset with the post game and the comments than the actual series. Okay. Because now all of a sudden there was division. We weren't unified. We weren't together. Where was all this before? Why does everything need to come out after you're exiting the bubble? And then Paul George had this to say, this is what got to me. It's obvious pressure, you know, to to live up to the title expectations. But as a player, I mean, you, you want that. Like, you you, you want that. Um, again, it's the first time I've I've been in that situation where we're expected to win. But you know, it, it is what it is. Um, it's 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 no cop out. Um, fact of the matter is, we didn't live up to that expectation. Uh, but I think internally, we we we've always felt. Um, this is not a championship or bust year for us. What do you make of that, Reg? Come on. It is a number one, it is a cop out. And you did have expectations while you were in Indiana when you were the number when you were Batman. 
right? Everywhere else you've been, OKC, here in the Clippers, you've been Robin, which suits him probably better. When you were Batman in Indiana and you were going toe-to-toe with LeBron James and the Miami Heat, there were expectations for you to win. And you could have won that series. And you should have won. You did capture home court advantage versus the Heat. Now, they came into Indiana and won and recaptured it, but there were expectations for you to win in Indiana. So for you to say and sit back and say, uh, we need to be together longer for us to win a championship, come on, man. It's a cop-out. The better team won, which was the Denver Nuggets, and your play, you know, people ask, well, who's the blame? There's a lot of blame to go around. But if you're asking me, which I'm sure you are, Theodore, Paul George, Doc Rivers, and then probably Kawhi Leonard. All three of those guys got to take the brunt. Montrezl Harold and Lou Williams were absolutely terrible this whole restart. Now, I know they weren't together the whole time. Montrezl spent time away because of the passing of his grandmother. We all know about, you know, Lou Will and Magic City and all that. Those are excuses. You still did not perform once you got back in the bubble because those two guys were terrible off the bench. And I thought those were going to be the two guys that were, were going to carry them, especially when Paul George and Kawhi had off nights. But when all four were terrible, they had zero shot. Who do you think the Lakers wanted to face? The Clippers. And here's the thing about they the Clippers. They wanted to face the Clippers? Yes, because the Clippers, all their whole campaign this season was dissing their crosstown rivals. It was all about the Lakers. It was all about diminishing their accomplishments. It, there was a new sheriff in town. So the Clippers' main focus, and they almost got away with it, Theodore. They almost got away with it by getting to the conference finals and facing them was to diss the L.A. Lakers and make them, uh, Patrick Beverly, all them saying, LeBron who, and we're the better team. There's a new sheriff in town. And they almost got away with it. They were up 3-1, one more game, and they would have got their wish. And I, I think I texted you. I would have been surprised. I wouldn't have been surprised if they would have got to the conference finals because they only wanted to play the Lakers and beat LeBron and the Lakers to show everyone here in L.A. that there's a new sheriff in town, but they probably would have went on and lost the NBA Finals because their whole focus was derided on one team, and that's the Lakers. And the Lakers wanted to be like, okay, bring it on. LeBron was back there waiting on them. We did our part. All right, we're waiting. Okay, come on. Let's go. Let's get this going. And then they come out and they disappoint like that. So whatever's coming the Clippers' way, they deserve. I'm upset because on this show, numerous of times you have asked me, who was the better team? Who did I expect winning the West? And every time, what did I tell you? The Clippers. Clippers. The Clippers had Kawhi, Paul George, better wing defenders, better defense. They've had a championship coach in Doc Rivers. And they laid an egg on national TV. Shooting shots on the side of the backboard. Are you kidding me? How Are safe? you kidding me? That's your best effort in a game seven. How safe is Doc Rivers? How safe should he be? Here's the question. Who is out there that would be better than Doc to come in? Well, now, I don't Doc know. Doc has been down this road before, being up 3-1. I believe it's happened two previous times in his coaching stint yeah. that he's lost a 3-1 lead. But I don't know who could come in and replace him and be better. But I want to know how attached are Kawhi and Paul George to Doc Rivers because they become free agents after next season. They can opt out. I don't know if he's on the hot seat. Uh, probably should be on a warm seat. Ty Lu might be the guy that you could bring in there. Um, and, and keep, because you got to keep those guys. If you don't keep those two guys, you have mortgaged your future for this year and next year to try to win a championship. And that's what they did. They went all in and traded all their draft picks. Shea Gilgis, Alexander, they got rid of him as well. You know, they, they got to keep those two guys and re-sign them. Which is why Paul George comments are idiotic. That it's going to take time for us to build a championship team. No, 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 no. We built this team to win 
this year today, right now. Not that, you know, we've got to, you know, go camping together, get around the campfire and sing some kumbaya and bring up, you know, that chemistry. No, we were built to win this year. So don't be coming to me that now all of a sudden we're having chemistry problems and we need to work on ourselves. Come on, man. Give me a break. Stop it. Explain Jokic's greatness. Because when you watch, like we had a writer uh, on last hour from the LA Times, Dan Woyken, he said it's, you know, it's like a beautiful glacier moving. Like he, he moves slow, but he always seems to accomplish what he's setting out to do, it feels like. Well, and it's almost a perfect storm with him because at times he can be too unselfish. You know, you would want him to be a little bit more aggressive. Here's the thing. He's always wanting to make the correct play. He's very reminiscent, and people are going to be like, you're crazy. He's like magic. Magic wanted to feed everyone. Come, just run hard. I'll, I'll get you the basketball. His offense came a little bit later in terms of being aggressive, magic. Jokic wants to feed all these guys, and he wants to make sure his guys are in the best light, in the best situation. And there's times where you want him to be more aggressive, but what makes him fabulous is, and I think uh, Jeff Van Gundy was, was dead on. He can't see the double team coming because at seven foot, he's too skilled of a passer. And there's only one other guy that I've ever seen make a pass that he did last night, the over the head. Yeah. And I saw it on numerous occasions in pickup games was Magic Johnson. I mean, eyes in the back of your head. There's no one else I've ever seen do that pass. And it was all eye contact. He knew exactly where Jamal Murray was going, and it was a pinpoint pass. So we sleep on his greatness. I, say that, I said this five times on the air when we were covering those series. He is the most skilled offensive big man in the game today, and I don't think it's even close. Okay, but how do the Lakers match up with Denver? I still like – look – this is the Lakers now, and uh, I guarantee you that probably what's going to happen, and we saw this from the Lakers in the first round um, versus Portland in the, first round, in the second round versus Houston. They'll probably lay an egg in that first game and lose, and everyone's going to go all crazy, oh, my God, what's wrong with the Lakers? And they reeled off four straight games. They've been off a while. I'm sure they're probably a little bit complacent because they were envisioning, you know, facing the Clippers. There'll probably be a letdown in game one. I have the Lakers. I mean, five would be very disrespectful to Denver after what they've done in back-to-back being down three ones and coming back and winning. So I'll say six to be respectful to the Denver Nuggets. Can you explain, and we're talking to Reggie Miller. Reg will be on the call Friday night, the uh, game one Western Conference Finals, Nuggets, Lakers. Explain to me Kyle Kuzma, because he's an enigma. I don't know from game to game, quarter to quarter, half to half. Is he a a great player, potentially a great player, or just potentially a good player? Potentially a good player. Okay. On potentially a great Hall of Fame type team with Anthony Davis and LeBron James. Um, We call those people X-Factors, right, Theodore? When he's on, uh, this Lakers team goes to a different level because they have that third level score. He has size at 6'10", can run the floor. And when he wants to play defense, he's not bad. But to me, if Rondo continues to play like he's playing, it's going to be lights out. Um, We didn't see this at the restart for the Lakers and in those first couple uh, rounds, especially in the first round. Rondo adds another layer because he's a championship point guard and it takes the ball away from LeBron and allows him to roam free. And when he catches the pass and it's a dribble or two and he's at the rim, he's a different type of playmaker as opposed to always being the guy that has to facilitate. Rondo adds a different layer to the Lakers, which if he continues to play like this and make his three-point shot, it's lights out. Yeah, that's why I don't want to hear the excuses that the Clippers have of chemistry because the Lakers, you know, they turned over their roster to bring in Anthony Davis. Uh, Rondo didn't start. He got hurt. Avery Bradley opted out. 
And you got some G League guys that are out there contributing on this team. And the, I haven't heard any chemistry issues with the Lakers. So I don't I don't Oh, and, oh by the way, um, a first time coach. You know, yeah. first year coach in Frank Vogel. So I don't want to hear chemistry problems and you know, secretly things are going I don't want to hear all that. People have found a way to make things work. Do you want to jump on my uh, Miami Heat bandwagon? What do you mean? You and I are out we're the same. Are you in first we, class? We the heat. Are you in first class? Yes, I'm in first class with you. And in fact, I might be the pilot. No, I'm the pilot. I might be the pilot. I am You're the, the pilot. co-pilot. I am, I'm the pilot. I am the pilot. I am the pilot <laughs> of the Miami Heat. I, I love watching them play, Reg. Out of all the NBA teams in the bubble, I loved Phoenix and I loved watching Miami. And they always seem like they're never out of a game. You know, they were down double digits in game one last night versus Boston, but they just chip away because, number one, toughness. Defense, which was on full display on that last play by Tatum and the block by Bam Bam. Wow. But they have shot makers. Jimmy Butler was kind of quiet, you know, through four quarters, and he erupts. They've got rookies off the bench like Hero. Duncan's a young player who can stretch the floor with shooting. Goran Dragic, since being inserted into the starting lineup in these playoffs, I mean, let's not forget he's an all-star player. So Eric Spolstra knows exactly what buttons to pu- to push. I believe that series is going to go seven. That's going to go back and forth. Yeah, probably so. Um, Kemba Walker, I, I like though, Miami. right? Kemba Walker, liability, both ends. Yeah. Well, you know, as good as he is offensively, you know, giving up that size to those guys, they always feel that they have a mismatch. And one thing Eric Spolstra is going to do, and this is why he's a championship coach, he understands matchups and he knows how to exploit them. And this goes back to who runs the Miami Heat, and that's Pat Riley, because that's why Pat Riley is a Hall of Fame coach with the Lakers and the Knicks in Miami. He understands uh, how to exploit a mismatch, and that's what we're going to see throughout this series. Paulie, was it four years ago, three years ago, I talked about Bam Adebayo, he was going to be a future All-Star? Yeah, fall 2017. Yeah, that's what I thought. Wait a minute. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I was, well, in today's game, that's how the centers have to look. Yeah, Look at Jokic. Even though he's much taller than Bam, your center has to be able to stretch the floor and face the basket and shoot. Got to be a, a skilled passer, which Bam and Jokic are. Rebound, which both do. What was it? 22, 23 rebounds last night for Jokic in a triple-double. And you got to be able to defend. That's one thing that Bam has over Jokic, but he's improving. Paulie, do you remember when Duncan Robinson was playing Division Three basketball? And I said, Williams I think, College. Yeah, and I, I said, I think I've seen one of the great shooters in in the world. 2015. Dan. 2015. Yeah, and I, I can go back. Uh, remember Tyler Hero, uh, his uh, sophomore year in high school. And I said, that dude can play, man. You were calling him Harrow back then. Yeah, but I know. I thought, I thought he was uh, from, uh, from Europe. I thought it was Harrow, <laughs> not Hero. Harrow, Tyler Harrow. Uh, well, have fun on Friday night there, Reg. Thank you. I mean, look, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people are disappointed, especially, you know, the L.A. fan base. They wanted to see the matchup that everyone's been talking about all year, especially with Kawhi and Paul George, you know, in the Clippers. But – don't go to sleep on Denver Nuggets. They are a fun young team to watch. They're well coached with Michael Malone. And if they can get something out of Gary Harris, Jeremy Grant, Monte Morris, those others, and still get big performances from Jamal Murray and Jokic, this could be a fun series. Now, you know who else is, is happy that the Denver Nuggets are in the finals? JaVale McGee and Dwight Howard, because they were relegated to the bench in that Houston series. <laughs> Now that you've got Mason Plumley and Jokic, two bigs for Denver, that puts Dwight Howard and JaVale McGee back in play. Paul, you remember back, uh, was it late 90s when LeBron was in high school? Sophomore. Yeah, sophomore. And I said, you know, he could be in the NFL as a wide receiver, but I think he's going to be one of the great basketball players of all time. Was that, what year was that? 99. 99, yeah. We got it on tape, Reg. It's all. Well, I hear you talking. I don't hear the tape going. Well, I, I just we're trying to recall. ESPN kept all the tape. You know, when I left ESPN, they kept all that good stuff like that. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Okay. All right. Thank you, Reg.
You're the best, Theodore. Damn it. I love y'all. It's bubble time. <laughs> hey. Reggie Aloysius Miller Jr. the third. Last call for phone calls after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody. Game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories. For 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. Last call for phone calls. My thanks to Kirk Herbstreet, who joined us in the first hour of the show, talking about the return of football. We also uh, talked to Herbie about what this does with the Pac-12. Does it impact the Pac-12 long-term? And here's Kirk Herbstreet. But uh, you talk to David Shaw, you talk to Chip Kelly, you talk to Clay Helton. They would tell you, forget about playing games. We, we, we can't even go to the practice. You know, yeah. we can't even go to the facility right now. So there are so many restrictions on some of these universities. I don't honestly, I don't even think these coaches are up in arms at this point. I don't think that they're they're beating down the door of Larry Scott and saying this is unfair. The way we felt that from the Big Ten. I mean, from Jim Harbaugh to Ryan Day to Scott Frost to James Franklin. I mean, these coaches were adamant about we need to play. You know, how can middle school football play in our state? How can high school football be played in our state? How can professional football being played in our state? And we're sitting down not playing. Like, that's, that's what's, what's going on in the Big Ten footprint. Whereas out west, I, you know, I, I don't think I feel that same kind of energy of frustration. I 
That's Kirk Curb Street earlier in the show. Dan in Ohio joins us. Hey, Dan, what do you have for me today? 510, excellent marbling. <laughs> uh, along the lines of Herbie's comment, I'm from Ohio. You keep talking about how we're playing high school football here in Ohio. We're playing pro football here in Ohio. My clarifying question is, are we really playing professional football here in Ohio? Wow. Wow. There's a shot. Thank you, Dan. Uh, we're going to find out Thursday night when the Browns and the Bengals collide. Dun, 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 dun. Maybe not. This is what it sounds like all day <laughs> after Monday night football. <laughs> yeah, with the, you know, usually once an hour we get just like Bogey and McCall. That's, we had it all. I don't know yeah. why that's talking about uh, all the time. I, I hear, it. and he's he's like, it's like he's whispering it or humming it in his own head, and doesn't realize we can all hear. I have issues. I'm not comfortable with like silence. It's weird. Then you do the Monday Night Football theme, right? Or and what? then I also do All Right Sunday Night. The show's back in town. We'll get you ready for an epic showdown. I, dun, 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 Thank you, Todd. Odell Beckham Jr., first three seasons versus his last four. First three seasons, he had 288 receptions, 35 touchdowns. He averaged 95 yards a game. The last four, uh, over 100 less receptions in uh, 10 uh, 10 games less. Uh, so he's had 13 touchdowns as opposed to 35, and he averages 73 yards per game. Bring on the game now. Are you ready for some football? <laughs> A Monday night party. It's the game of the week that is coming your way. It's Monday night football, and it's time to play. Dun, 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 dun. Thank you, Todd. By the way, Julian Edelman has 600 career receptions. The other wide receivers on the Patriots have a combined 88 career receptions. It's the game of the week and the spark's going to fly. The Chiefs and the Broncos, one mile high. Hit it. <laughs> I said hit it. Come on and get ready. I mean, really ready. Are you ready for some football? <laughs> Once again, this is what we get all day. All day. Arnaldo? I don't even know how to pronounce this. Arnaldo? How did I do? Uh, not very well. But it's all right. I get it all. Arnaldo, I bet. I bet. Uh, I bet Mario misspelled it. Not yes, very well. I think he did. Yeah. Uh, what's on your However, mind? So, so you guys kind of stole my thunder. Reggie Miller stole my thunder. I was coming in trying to talk about what are the Denver um, Nuggets' chances versus the Lakers, and then also I wanted to ask about is Odell number one receiver? And you just said this stat. So is number is Odell Beckham a very good receiver? Like everywhere in the NFL, there's number one receivers that have explosive capabilities and aren't really hurting their team. Got New Popkins, you got Mari Cooper, Juju, uh, Adams in Green Bay, Tyree Kill, all those guys. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know. And thanks for the phone call. And I'll fire Mario after the show for the misspelling. I, I have no idea with Odell Beckham. I, it's just I need a veteran quarterback. Not somebody who is impressionable, who's been there one or two years, because he's going to want to make sure he gets the ball to you. And sometimes I thought Baker forced it into Odell Beckham last year. I just want to get Odell Beckham involved early. All I want to do is have that defense know he's over here and he can be a home run threat. Jarvis Landry is their best receiver, in my opinion. But, you know, you beefed up your offensive line. You got two really good running backs. I would be a run first, and I, I, I want to take the pressure off Baker Mayfield. I don't want him to go out there and force to make plays. And this Thursday night game, you know, you hate to say it's a big game, huge great game, not a must win, but it's important. It is really important for the Browns. 
Shaq in Texas. Hey, Shaq, what's on your mind? Hey, Dan and Danette, thanks for uh, taking my call. So I got a L.A. Times headline uh, for the Clippers. Uh, if a river runs through it, dock in the pit. Oh, okay. All right. The river runs through it. Thank you, Shaq. Yes, he. It is funny, the uh, joy of Lakers fans. Oh, like, almost immediately, oh, they're like, bah! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they, were, they were lined up before the show even oh, started. Oh, boy, were they ever. Get their shots in. Paulie, this day in sports history. Uh, hold on, I don't have it. Hold on. Todd, this day in sports history. This day in sports history, Mark McGuire went to the St. Louis Cardinals from the A's. And it's Elgin Baylor's birthday. Happy birthday, Elgin Baylor. That was the scoreboard. 25 and 22, the jersey numbers from McGuire and Elgin. I knew that snowboard would come in handy. <laughs> Paulie, you missed your window of opportunity. I know, too bad. You whiffed. You whiffed. Final Hee-haw. results of the poll question. Hee-haw! <laughs> we left up. Who's going to the Final Four? It's Clemson number one with Alabama, a strong number two. Todd, what did you learn on today's program? Jess in Los Angeles says doing narcotics is the devil's dandruff. I know. Hidden shoulders. Cocaine is the devil's dandruff. What? Never heard that before. Uh, McLovin. Herbie is confident that he has the strongest arm in his neighborhood. Seton O'Connor. The toddler rakes in practice, but... Yeah, not... Hey, you're like the Clippers. Caught looking. Yeah, you're our Paul George. The whiff. Paulie? I learned this. Home Depot is giving a call out to all you pros that are working hard every day. We've got delivery options to get you what you need exactly where you need it so you can keep doing what you need to do to get the job done. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. We'll see you on Thursday for another day. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.